morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Mario, the node defender himself, Mr. Andrew Cashflow, also known as the Cashflow King, and the one and only Johnny Crypto. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing Biden's bold threats against Putin, the United States inflicting pain on Russia, cyber attack narratives continue to emerge, XRP ready for their next leg up, and how our community can get the most value from their long-term crypto bags. But before we get into that, I'd love to give everyone a chance to introduce themselves. So we'll start with the one and only Node Defender himself. Good morning, Mario. How are you doing today? Good morning, Abs. Good morning, everybody. Abs, that intro is getting better and better by the day. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, it's almost in the long-term memory. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so cool. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm feeling feeling great today. It's a beautiful day in New Jersey. Uh, it's 72 degrees inside my apartment. Not outside. Don't go outside. It's cold. But <laughs> we'll keep it that way. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk crypto. Awesome. Next, we'll go to the Cashflow King himself, Mr. Andrew Cashflow. I'm super excited. I know you have a ton of valuable content to bring to us today. I just wanted to say a couple of words and, and we'll get this thing going. How are you doing this morning? Okay, yeah, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Uh, it's it's beautiful here in the Netherlands. Actually, it's already 4 p.m. Sun is shining. I hear the birds uh, making, I see the birds making nests already. <laughs> no, it's it's, uh, it, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, cash, on the flow, way. cash flow is coming in all the time. So, Andrew Cashflow is happy. Always. The Cashflow King. I can't say it enough. Now we'll kick it to Johnny Crypto before we get into our articles. Mr. Johnny Crypto, good morning, brother. How are you doing? Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Great. My name's Johnny Crypto with a K, and I hope you're all having a good day. It is uh, just slightly above freezing out here in Connecticut, where it's 34 <laughs> degrees. So happy water doesn't freeze, so we don't slip and slide on the roads. But we are looking forward to uh, nests and, and hopefully summer weather coming soon. We're super excited to be talking about crypto today. And since everyone's talking about the weather, I'll give an update from Tampa, Florida. It's basically <laughs> summer year-round here, so 75 and sunny. I feel blessed. Let's get right into it. So first <laughs> off, we're going to start with the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index. Today, we're sitting at a solid 52, which is showing us that we're neutral. Sentiment is neutral. Yesterday, we were at a 51, and this is a pretty big update for us. I mean, we were sitting in that 20 to 25 range for a long time. I think a lot of our users were, were fairly pessimistic, and I'd love to get some of your comments on what we're experiencing right now. And Why do you guys think sentiment has been raised over these last few days? We'll start with Johnny Crypto. Yeah, so, you know, we've been talking about this for a while now that as we saw the markets pulling back down. And, and by the way, we can't see the fear and greed index uh, up there, but, you know, we're in that 51 range. And so we've been saying that we felt we were going to bottom out sometime in the February time frame. Yep. And then things were going to reverse and hopefully we'll form a double bottom and start to pull up and we'll have a really good, exciting March and April. Um, and so I think that's exactly what we're seeing right now. And it's nice that, you know, we saw that double bottom. We had about a 20 last week. and now we're back up to the 50s. So hopefully now it's smooth sailing. We just need Bitcoin to stay above 45, 46. If we can broach that area and hold it, I think you're going to have a, a lot of super excited crypto crypto holders in the next few months. Right. And I don't think it's a coincidence that sentiment is raised as the price goes up. So today we're sitting just above 45,000 at $45,077. We got a total market cap of just under 2 trillion with 1.9 trillion in total market cap. Ethereum sitting just over three grand. XRP sitting in that 75 cent range, Solana just over $100, and Terra Luna sitting at 96 bucks, which I think is great. So, yeah, that's our cash flow king himself, a big Terra Luna advocate. Next thing we're going to roll into is our first article. So, from CNBC, Biden promises to inflict pain on Putin in the State of the Union address, overshadowed by Russia's attack on the Ukraine. Joe Biden stated, We are choking off. Russia's access to technology that will sap its economic strength and weaken its military for years to come. We will seize your yachts, your luxury apartments, your private jets, and we're coming for your ill-begotten gains. That's that's powerful. I'd love to hear some of your guys' comments. Does this make you nervous? Does this make you confident? We can start with Mario. What are you thinking? Um, I see something happening. I see I see um, a shift into crypto. And the reason why I see that shift is because there's a there's a lot of people that that um, I, I can see they're 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 shifting their their holdings into crypto because 
you're, you can't leave the country with any physical currency. You can't leave the country with any any gold. They're they're priving people from leaving the country. So, like you could li- you could leave the country with a little ledger, or you could leave the country with nothing and know your recovery phrase, and all your assets are in the blockchain. So that's what I kind of see happening, and I just feel like it's a shift in the perspective and the sentiment about crypto. And all of a sudden, they're painting this picture that crypto is this positive thing all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's a delicate balance, right? Like the only reason that we're able to have these sanctions affect them is because the value of the US dollar is holding right now. I know Andrew's in the Netherlands. I'm not sure if his sentiment is different because of where he is, but I'd love to hear from him. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, here, yeah, people are talking all the time about, uh, of course, of the war in uh, in Russia. Uh, What I actually uh, feel and see is that the Russian ruble is going down, 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 down very rapidly so what are the people doing they they are just buying uh crypto assets and what actually we were just talking about luna but but what is a better crypto asset than luna because luna is a is is packed to the to the yeah is is a system to 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 generate stable coins so every dollar that is generated luna is burned and vice versa so there is a lot of USD really uh, 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 yeah, well managed, not like USDT that you don't know uh, is there enough uh, collateral behind it. But also the, the South Korean one is in there, the Mongolian target, uh, the, the IMF, the special dra- drawing right, is also uh, packed to the, to, to, the, to, the Luna, to the Luna coin. So yeah, for me, it's pretty logical what's happening now because yep. all those... All those Russian people, yeah, they are really hit now by by all the all the sanctions and uh, and, and they, they can't spend money anymore. So they have to get out of their own savings. Yes. And for any of our users listening, Andrew is a cash flow expert. He's a passive income expert. And we're going to deep dive into how you can get the most out of your, your long-term crypto bags later in this video. But Terra Luna is going to be a huge focus. Cosmos is going to be another huge focus. I'd love to kick it to Johnny Crypto before we move on. Johnny, what's going through your mind when you read an article like this? And does this remind you of anything in the past? If I said what's going through my mind, we wouldn't be able to play this video on YouTube. (laughs) But basically, uh, to me, you know, this is one of those things where we know where the narrative is headed. We know where the the elites want to take us, where they want to go, right? And so it just makes perfect sense at this point in time uh, that, you know, the U.S. is going to inflict, as they say here, pain on russia right hurt them hurt their dollar destroy their element and it sets them up perfectly to then want to retaliate back then right come back and then hurt us and then then it'll roll into a whole new uh you know problem reaction solution thing coming so as we've been saying all along we believe we're moving into the quantum financial system i truly believe they're using this whole conflict to be able to help get us there and so this is just step one of the you know four or five step plan that they've got in place to get us there so it's interesting because we've been calling this out and saying what we think is going to happen and now it's pretty cool to just check off the boxes and see if it happens like we think it will and if it is well then you know soon we'll be hearing about a new quantum financial system for the whole world yep and that's a perfect perfect segment into our next topic the digital ruble likely to help russia move away from the u.s dollar economists say following a historic round of strict sanctions russia's economy will suffer with most foreign exchange reserves frozen. So Russia's not going to be able to access their funds. Russia's central bank more than doubled interest rates to 20% on Monday in an attempt to limit inflation and the ruble depreciation. In early 2014, the U.S. dollar accounted for nearly 43% of Russian reserves. And in mid-2021, that number was all the way down to 16%. Andrew brought up a few minutes ago how they've been preparing for this for a long time and how the interest rates were raised to 20% on Monday. So... This is fascinating. I know we talked about it earlier in the week, but we can continue to see more and more updates on the central bank sanctions. So I just want to read one last quote before I kick it around the room. Similar to how COVID accelerated a lot of the digital economy and stay at work adoption, stay at home uh, work adoption, this aggression by Russia and the West response in terms of sanctions and freezing of reserves might accelerate the adoption of alternative payment channels and self-custody stores of value. We knew this in our community and we were just waiting on the catalyst that they were going to roll out it appears that they're going to use this to their advantage. Johnny Crypto, I'd love to start with you. 
Bingo. I mean, there it is, right? Bring the problem, create the reaction, and here comes the solution. So I think it's just a matter of time. What's really just the uncertainty here is, is it going to start out as, you know, every, you know, will there be a few different currencies that kind of become, you know, the CBDCs, right? It's really, I think, the excuse to kind of kick those off. And every country will have their own CBDC eventually. And then the real question is, what are the rails that they're going to run on, right? And obviously, a lot of us here believe it's going to be XRP. There's some talk that maybe it's something else. That's that's really what we're all waiting to see what will it actually be. But we know that XRP, we know that Ripple's been working with a lot of the central banks in kind of setting up the rails for that. So it wouldn't be surprising if, if that's, uh, you know, coexists or was working together with some of the other ISO 2002 coins uh, to get us there. What stuck out to me is that they've been preparing with this for since 2014. So how could they have known that they were supposed to decouple from the dollar and then in preparation for a catalyst like this? I'd love to hear from Andrew Cashflow. What are some of your thoughts when you read something like this? Actually, I was this morning, I was listening to a, uh, to a podcast of Lynette Zeng. And she is the, the gold and silver uh, specialist. And she was telling a very interesting story that actually Russia is already for years uh, uh, yeah, hammered by sanctions. And, and what you see is their, their, their holdings in dollars is, is decreasing in the last couple of years. And their holdings in gold are going very much up. So what mm -hmm. you see already for, for five, six, seven years, they are preparing for this moment. But you also see that a lot of um, um, trades also with Europe is done in euros. There is a lot of trading with China. That's why, why it's also so curious that China does not convict Russia because they invaded the, the U Ukraine. I mean, they are also trading with each other. So what you see is that the, 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 the Eastern hemisphere of the, the, the world are moving away from the dollar because they see the dollar is more or less collapsing. And, and that, that's also a reason why why we should yeah, be in, in, in assets that cannot decrease in value. And that, that's, of course, it's cryptocurrencies. It's also gold and silver. It's, yep. uh, it's, it's XRP. You know, it, it's Bitcoin. And that, that's what you see currently. So the world is, I think the world, at least Russia, China, they, they are waking up. And they are that. understanding what's happening. This is not a war about uh, about Ukraine. No, this is a war about money. Russia is sick of it, of all the all the sanctions. And I'm not making uh, making it up. I'm pro or con or whatever. I just see what's happening. Yes, and it's just distraction. We need another fear. Uh, Europe also plays the game. Because what are we doing as Europe? We are sending weapons to Ukraine. Then I think, why are we pull, pulled in a war we do not want? But, I mean, all those governments, they all have an enormous amount of debt. Actually, the, the, the interest rates should go up, which is impossible. The, so the only uh, uh, thing the central banks can do is print more money, print more money, print more money. To, to get the liquidity going yeah and that's what we are in so the dollar and also the euro will go lower 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 in purchasing power and that's you know uh yeah fear, yeah I, I often say fear and poverty keep the people obeying yes yeah and we are the the the, the COVID fear is now gone and seamlessly there is a war fear uh, um, going in from one narrative and, to the next. Yeah, and, and people must must be kept poor. So also COVID also uh, yeah, uh, eliminated a lot of middle-class people, which had some money, they are now all gone. And yeah. they are now attacking the rest, for example, in Europe, with these extremely high uh, uh, um, gas prices and, uh, and uh, oil prices. And it is, yeah. it is so predictable what's happening. And we're feeling so, the effects in the states as well. Like in California right now, I saw gas prices were over $5, which is unbelievable. I mean, wow. I know for me personally, it, it used to cost me $35 to fill up my tank. And now it cost me well over 55 bucks. So I'm sure everyone's right. feeling the effects of that. It cost me 100 yeah. euros, which is about uh, $120 to fill wow. up my tank. 
wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I'm grateful for fifty-five dollars then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing. Just, well, one thing. And that's why I often say you must have an enormous amount of money. You must have enormous cash flow. Why? Because then you are not hurt by all those price increases, all those inflation. Yeah. Or, or another way is in addition to having cash flows, you want to make sure you've got something that offsets inflation, right? And, and throughout time, gold and silver have primarily been the only hedge against inflation. And now what we're seeing, and we'll probably get into it in a bit, is maybe there's another asset that's coming. So we'll jump into that. But I do want to just touch one last thing on the Russian thing where we talk about, you know, th there has been talks since 2014 of Russia and China trading with each other. And they said they were going to stop trading in dollars and start trading in gold. So they've been subliminal programming this for like the past seven or eight years. It's just, it's mm -hmm. like the Titanic, right? Anytime you want to make changes globally from nation to nation, it's it takes a long time. You can't turn the Titanic quickly. It's Johnny, why do you think that Gaddafi was uh, eliminated from Libya? That's gold. not because he was a bad guy. Of course he was a bad guy. No, yeah. he wanted to trade in the in gold. In the, in gold. The, yes. The oil should have been traded in gold. Correct. Exactly. Yes. And Mario, I'd love to hear some of your comments. What's going through your mind right now? Um, I mean, Johnny Crypto and Andrew Cashflow, they, they really nailed it. And it's really hard for me to add anything to what they said, except like we could see why all the printing was going on. We can see the narrative and now they're shifting the narrative into, into the war and it just all makes sense. And it's just good to be on this side of the playing field where we're able to see things for what they are and we're able to make, take actions and, and try to prevent our families from going through a hardship. And yeah. uh, on the topic of what Andrew was just talking about, of uh, creating cash flow, and for for all the listeners, um, a good way for you to get a, an idea of what he's talking about is by joining the academy. He's got tons of course material in there, which teaches people to make passive income within crypto. So I highly recommend everybody checking out the Three T Warrior Academy. Uh, if you're not already in there, if you are, then check out the courses section and. Andrew does an amazing job just teaching people how to create cash flow within crypto. Yeah, whether it's passive income through staking and earning or airdrops, mm -hmm. he's an expert and I love his content. He's helped my portfolio a lot. He's helped me with XLM and XRP airdrops. So I just want to say thank you. But it's yeah. great that we have this awareness. I mean, we're talking about the shift from one conflict to another. We're going from C19 to the war and we know what's coming next. That's cyber attacks. So I'd love to show you guys a very short video. I found this this morning when Coach JV, I watch all of his content, of course, played this clip and he had some hilarious commentary so i'll play this for you guys right now very hard to hear it is it yeah we can't hear it you probably have to share your audio all right increase sorry guys technical difficulties you're getting it's this live good. i'm going to switch the audio real quick yeah while you're doing that i just want to throw a comment it's pretty hilarious how like when when we were in the the c word times right i remember in new york they're like oh you know yeah you, we have to close you can't go to a restaurant after nine o'clock because you know i guess the c word comes out at nine o'clock you know it only comes out at certain times and now of course you know, the C word's completely gone. So I guess like it just kind of decided, you know, it ran its course. The C word just doesn't want to come out anymore because now we've got a Russia conflict. It's pretty hilarious. Yep. So I'm going to try to play this one more time. If we have technical difficulties, we can just move on to the next article. So let me know. We all know, but still, still pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, we can move on. So what Klaus Schwab was saying there is that he's preparing for a cyber attack and that we've paid insufficient attention to that narrative. And I love how, well, I don't love, but I love that we have the awareness that all of these narratives are coming back to a cyber attack, whether it's the banking system, the oil, the pipelines, this is what's on the forefront. And this is what we're preparing for me last year. I missed out on a lot of passive earning income opportunities because I was aware of this cyber attack narrative. They ran a simulation last July in preparation for something like this. So this takes us perfectly into our next article. Global hacking group anonymous launches a cyber war against Russia. Following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a Twitter post from the account named Anonymous summoned hackers around the world to target Russia. This is great because it shows me that there's good guys here. It's not just the bad guys. It's not just Russia against the United States, the United States against Russia. There's people with good intentions, and there are people who are able to fight back. Johnny, what's going through your head? <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know, 
the, the real question, first of all, is who is anonymous, right? Are they really good guys or are they government funded people? We'll never know. But the reality is it's a, just all about the narrative. So first create the war. Now we're going to attack them and we're going to cyber attack them. So what's the most logical retaliation they're going to do? Cyber attack back. And of course, as Coach always says, I mean, they're telling us everything in hidden. In all, they tell us it's all hidden in plain sight what they're going to do, right? And thank God for the World Economic Forum, because if you're smart enough to pay attention to them and not watch Watt videos and Logan Paul videos, then you'll actually see what's really going on in the world, right? And, and again, that's what's beautiful about the 3T Academy, being here with this community we have, sharing ideas and, you know, coach waking everybody up to the idea of, hey, pay attention to the World Economic Forum. If you do, it's so simple. In 2015, they told us that we weren't prepared for a virus and we got hit with it in 2020. Now they're telling us, you know, hey, we're not prepared for a cyber attack. So guess what? We know what's coming. It's so simple. So what do you do? This is the key, right? So try to play that out in your head. If a cyber attack comes and they hit our financial banking system, which is what they've been talking about, well, what happens if all your banking stuff goes away? What happens if you can't see your account anymore? What happens if you can't see your cash anymore? Andrew mentioned it earlier. He said the word fear. Can you imagine the fear when people wake up the next day and they open up their banking statement or they go online to check their account and it says zero? That should send chills down your back, yep. right? If you're not prepared. But if you're paying attention to the Good Morning Crypto Show and Coach JV, you're going to know that it's coming. So don't let that happen to you. Get ahead of it before the attack comes. And you're probably sitting there saying, Johnny, what do I do? Well, I'll tell you what I did. You know, I very, very low cash. Don't have much cash left. It's all in gold, silver, physical, and crypto. You put yourself in those elements. You try to change the game as best you can so you don't get played. So be prepared for it. Don't just sit there. If you could pay off your debts, pay off your debts. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, who knows what kind of solutions they're going to bring. But we kind of know the problem that they want to start. Yep. And it's nothing new, right? Problem, reaction, solution. And this is the next problem that they're going to put on the forefront. They're going to use this as a catalyst to roll us into a blockchain, new digital asset financial system. Andrew, what's going through your head when you see these articles? About the... Uh, uh, about the cyber attacks, sorry. The cyber attacks? Yes. I don't worry so much. I mean, my... my, my, my if you see the, 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 the system of the, of the blockchain... Yeah, and you know, there are, I, I'm an IT guy. So there are always backups of every system. So if you have backed up every system and you have 100 machines all having the same ledger, and that's even backed up, maybe it will be out of the air a couple of days. Who cares? I mean, it will come back up and then everything will be restored. However, people will have a lot of fear, of course. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm, not, I'm not too worried. On the other hand, I'm also thinking, if you want to organize a cyber attack, I mean, I come from the from the IT world. There are a lot of people and, and engineers that is their honor to have the system working always and every time. So I'm really wondering, how would you organize a worldwide cyber attack that everything goes down? That must be difficult to do because a lot of engineers, it is their pride to have the system always up and running. They will work 48 hours per day to, to keep it up and running. So I'm really curious. And if it if something happens, maybe somewhere in a small area, it will be up and running in no time. Again. And there was a really interesting quote I saw this week from a Bank of America executive. And they said they spend at least $1 billion per year in cybersecurity, which is up from 400 million prior to the C-19 crisis. Johnny, what's going through your head? I mean, I know we already touched upon it. Mario, I'd love to kick it to you before we move on, but there's just so much we can talk about here about this move into the new financial system and how to not get in that fearful state of mind when they're pushing out narratives like this. Uh, you, you want me to go? Yep. Sorry, you mentioned Johnny. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, cyber cybersecurity is one of the most seek jobs right now. And, and as Andrew just mentioned, and um, as far as the blockchain 
you know, and cyber attacks, I'm not really concerned. And I, you know, I'm also into IT just like Andrew and I understand the blockchain and, and, and how there's multiple copies. There's, I mean, there's hundreds and in some cases thousands of copies of the blockchain. And that's what makes the blockchain so decentralized and so redundant, redundant. So I'm not concerned with cyber attacks. I mean, they would really have to target all these hundreds or thousands of different computers that hold copies of the blockchain in order for, for, for the blockchain to be corrupted or for you to lose your funds. So that doesn't really concern me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I think, you know, just building on that. So for this, that's why being in silver, gold and crypto is a great place to be being in cash in a bank. Yes. They probably have backup systems, but, Again, remember, there's a narrative they want to push, and it's very easy for them to say, "Oh, sorry, we lost all the we lost all the records. Oh, we can't get this, we can't get that. Who knows, right? What narrative they're going to push?" So, obviously, being in being on the blockchain is probably one of the safest places to be. Being in the bank with cash, when you know they want to get rid of the dollar, that's a whole other story. By the way, uh, Johnny, uh, about gold and silver, you must keep it in your hands. Hundred percent. If you don't hold it, you don't own it. 100% physical. If you buy a derivative of gold or a derivative of silver, I even expect that in future, gold and silver will be confiscated by the government because they will say, okay, for example, uh, gold will be uh, $2,000 per ounce and they will say, we'll give you $4,000 per ounce. Then a lot of people will say, oh, that's a good deal. No, because I think at that moment, the, the value will be maybe $12,000 per ounce. And that will be then maybe half year to a year later. And then you will say, I never would have would have sold my, my gold and my silver. Yep. And you know what? I want to build on that, Andrew. We talked about this the other day. Those who fail to learn from history are, are, are certain to, or doomed just to repeat it again. And we know that they confiscated back in the early 1930s. So don't, don't say it can't be yep. done. It can and will. And they will confiscate it at low rates. They're not going to give us the real high rates. So from that perspective, it's all about holding that gold and silver, if you can, in your hands. And how do you get it? A lot of people say, where do I get it? Well, guess what? We have a freedom conference coming up here in April. Come on down. Join the conference. You can come live. If you're worried about the C word, which nobody is no more because the C word went away. It doesn't exist. Uh, you can join via virtual as well. And, um, you know, we can put down, a, we'll, we'll put it somewhere so you can join the conference. The link's below or somewhere we'll add it. So you can come and check out the Freedom Conference. And there will be an expert there that talks about silver and gold and how you can actually purchase it. Because everybody says, how do I get my hands on it? I mean, you can go to your local coin shop. That's what I do down the street. Or you can order it online. But Coach will have a gold expert there. Um, and that's what he does for a living. So you can come. You can meet him. He'll be talking about gold and silver, how to purchase it. So come on down and check out the Freedom Conference in April. I believe the dates are 22nd and 23rd in Arizona. And uh, get your gold and silver. Put that stuff in your hands. Like Andrew said, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. Yep. And I love the point about the buyback, right? Back in 19, I think it was 1932, they did a Federal Reserve buyback and they paid everybody $28 per ounce. The next year, we saw an increase in gold prices to $37 per ounce. So they were they were taking people's gold, and then right after the the price basically appreciated almost, I think it was a third or something like that in twelve months, which is unbelievable, especially for the time being. So it's it's something I'm watching, and it's something that will this community will keep an eye on. Our next article: War coincides with Bitcoin's highest real volume since early December. I don't want to deep dive too much into the specifics of this article, but I think it's important to, to recognize the narrative. This conflict is creating more use cases for cryptocurrency. And regular retail investors are starting to adopt this mindset. The firm cited new crypto narratives have risen to the forefront amongst the ongoing crisis, such as crypto fundraising in the Ukraine, along with increasing demand. So I found that to be really important. We don't have to dig too deep here, but I'd love to hear any comments. The floor is open to anybody who has anything to say. So the big thing for this one for me, Abs, is this, this by the way, is huge. This is, this is fascinating because at the times of war, Typically, what happens is people panic in the in the in the panic and fear, and they dump everything. They dump their shares, they dump their stock because they're fearful, right? To actually see people doing just the opposite, going into something, and in this case, they're going into Bitcoin. What does that tell you? People feel it as a safe haven. It's literally, and so usually, gold and silver used to be the safe haven in the past, and now all of a sudden, you see people flocking into Bitcoin. 
it's like, holy shit, that actually legitimizes the fact that Bitcoin really may tr have true staying power. People are buying it. You know, there's a lot of talk about it being digital gold. This actually validates it, in my opinion. Like, this is crazy. People are going in and they're buying and holding it because they truly believe in it. And the same thing like the dollar or any other currency. It only has value if people believe in it. And in this case, this is living proof. People are hopping into it, not out of it. That should make every crypto enthusiastic just ecstatic with the fact that this this is the moment in time you're going to look back and say, holy shit, there's a stake that's been placed in the ground and it's real. It's here to stay. People are going in in the time of fear. This should excite everybody out there. And, uh, and this goes back to what I was saying yesterday. So look at the narrative. A few months ago, Bitcoin and, and crypto in general was this really terrible thing because it was used by hackers and, you know, people already know. And now all of a sudden, it, it's, it's, this, it's something that's being used for the, for the good and it's helping Ukraine. And Ukraine has been able to raise all these millions of dollars worth of crypto. And look at the narrative. It's changing. So people are starting to look at crypto as this positive thing that's coming to save a bad situation, which is the war. And by the way, if you're holding on to silver and gold, that's good. Don't forget that other third precious metal to go along with it. You want silver, you want gold, and you want lead to protect that silver and gold. <laughs> Don't be afraid to sit on that third one. Um, <clears throat> yes. And so we've got two more articles based on the crypto adoption. So Forbes put out an article yesterday, and it says Mexico is on the list. Other countries could soon follow El Salvador into Bitcoin as the price of Ethereum, BNB, Solano, Cardano, XRP, and of course... Terra Luna soar. And then we have another article talking about how Brazil is focused on the same narrative. Brazil tiptoes towards crypto regulation and improves a, a digital currency bill. And when we scroll down here, it says the legislation attempts to ground to create ground rules for day-to-day -day usage of Bitcoin in financial transactions. This is a global narrative so much bigger than the United States, as we know. I just want to get some closing comments on maybe adoption and what you're expecting, and then we're going to move on to our staking. We can start with Mario. Yeah, we keep seeing this more and more. We're seeing uh, we're seeing bills being introduced in many states in the in in the United States. Uh, we're seeing countries trying to create regulation, trying to adopt some of these cryptos, predominantly Bitcoin, as as legal tender. There's talks of Mexico. There's talks of Brazil. Um, we know El Salvador, and I think it's just going to keep growing. In my opinion, we know that the future is digital, and now we're seeing where this digital can come in and how it can benefit humanity. And so it's just going to keep growing, in my opinion. Yes. You know, be, be aware that the, the, the central banks in the world, it is a pain in the ass because they are able to, to weaponize the dollar over the SWIFT with the SWIFT system. So they can exclude somebody from using, using their bank account and using, using their, their money. And now here is this Bitcoin. So I think it will give still a lot of uh, noise and, and, and pain and, and, and weird, uh, weird measures from governments to, uh, yeah, to attack Bitcoin. As soon as they are start understanding what Bitcoin can do, do and also the power they can take away from government, yeah, we have fun times. <laughs> I totally agree. And I think that the more that these narratives roll out, people are becoming more comfortable holding assets like Bitcoin, XRP, Terra Luna, Ethereum, ADA, the list goes on and on, as opposed to sitting on US dollars and letting it sit in a bank account. I know for myself just three years ago, every time I would get paid, instead of investing or dollar cost averaging, I was putting money in a bank account. And then you end up sitting on, for example, $50,000 and you're getting no use case out of it. it. It just sits there. It doesn't move. And so it can be, it can be a, quite the balancing act between holding actual currencies and preparing for a dip to buy these assets and holding the assets and experiencing the price appreciation themselves. So I'd love to move on to our, oh, Johnny, do you have any closing words? Um, you know, let's just talk about, you know, as BTC or as you know, the cryptocurrencies have utility. And I think the reality is it all, it's no different than the US dollar or any other currency. If people are willing to accept <laughs> it, if they trust in it and they believe in it, then it has utility. And so that's just the bottom line. Whether you love Bitcoin or not or any other cryptocurrency, it doesn't matter. It's what people's opinion are. And the reality is they're moving us into the digital world, mainly, you know, probably more for control than anything else, right? Because everything's going to be traceable. But the reality is we're moving there and there will be certain currencies that are 
except that people believe in. And, and with that being said, those will have utility, whether the utility is great or not. And in this case, you know, PTC may be more like a digital form of gold. XRP will have the utility of, you know, being cross-border payments, things like that. You know, the other thing, too, to talk on, not only is, is it good to maybe have gold and silver, but there's a lot of talk about also stacking up on other currencies will be like food, seeds, growing your own food, stocking up food, water supplies, things like that. That's also going to have value in times of, you know, if, if something you know bad really happens, depending on how far Russia and the cyber attack goes and what it really does for the economy. Um, so it's silver, gold. You know, food, seeds, things like that. Stack all stuff that's physical, um, that has physical value. Love it. Now we're going to shift to a whole different narrative. We're going to step away from all the political things, and we're going to move into unconventional ways to make money on crypto. So what's super unique is that we have a guy like Andrew Cashflow who has a passion for this stuff. He deep dives it on a daily basis, and then he brings that information to the forefront inside the Warrior Academy. If you like this information and you find it useful, please check out our 3T Warrior Academy where you can find tons of Andrew Cashflow's content, also, Johnny Crypto and Mario have videos in there as well, so I'd love for you guys to see it and get your opinions. First article we're going to dive into is the unconventional ways to make money on crypto. Blockchain technology is a hyper-disruptive change in the digital operating system to the whole world. The beautiful thing is that these opportunities are available to anyone if they're willing to put the work in. So, Mr. Cashflow himself, our staking expert, I'd love for you to kind of explain what staking is and why everyone should be doing it with their long-term assets, if you wouldn't mind. Actually, staking is, is, is often a misunderstood word. And I always say you have CFI and you have DeFi. Mm. CFI is centralized finance and DeFi is decentralized finance. CFI is also possible in the crypto world. That's, for example, if you put your, your Bitcoin on, on, on earning, I always call it in the, in the centralized finance environment, I call it earning. But you can put your Bitcoin on, on Celsius and you get three to five percent interest per year. That's earning and it's absolutely good to do, and uh, that's great. On the other hand, if you want to stake your coins, you stay the owner of your coins because what do you do? You have your coins in a uh, or, or on, on an address on the blockchain where you own the public and the private key, and from there you can. Um, you can uh, uh, delegate your coins to a validator. And why would you do that? And why would a validator like that? Now, a validator validates the blockchain. That means he gets the, the, the order to write the next block in the blockchain with all the transactions. So I've sent some money to, to Johnny and Johnny to Apps and Mario to, to, to me again. And it's all written down in every so many seconds or minutes a new block is generated and this block is is written on the blockchain and all the other validators copy the block and the validator who is allowed to write the next block earns some money for their work and if i give my coins to a validator so it's delegate to a validator then the chance that the validator is allowed to write the new block increases so this validator says to me on the end of the day oh i had some some several times i was able i was allowed to write the new block i will give you some rewards that i got from the system i will give some rewards to you and that's exactly what what's happening with uh, with staking and you know it, it's a fantastic way to make passive income you have your coins sitting there anyway yeah and there are there are more ways to uh, to to make passive income. Yes. So, so I'd love to throw in a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I'd love to throw in a really quick comment. So I can, I found a, a a cool sentence here where it compares a high interest a yield savings account where you get 05 percent to one point five percent. Whereas if I were to buy an asset like Terra Luna or Ethereum, I can stake those assets and earn five to typically five to fifteen percent in passive income per year. So I think once people start to really become comfortable with this through people like Andrew Cashflow sharing this knowledge and sharing the technology and how we can utilize it, it's only going to grow. And there's a really good quote here as well. Staking has existed since 2012. It's not going anywhere because it's an income generating tool and the whole market of cryptocurrencies is going to grow. I love this. I, I totally agree. And my, my knowledge of staking was not as nearly as in depth until I started going through Andrew Cashflow's videos inside the 3T Warrior Academy 
and building that fundamental understanding of what staking is and why we're earning these rewards in the first place. So you can pretty much take this anywhere you'd like, Andrew, but if not, I can dive into Terra Luna Pass's Ether to become the second largest staked asset. Some 30 billion worth of tokens are now staked by users, earning just under 7% per year. So I'd love to hear some of your comments. You you brought me onto Terra Luna. I purchased some myself. I am earning that 7%. Excellent. And now you are very happy because it went up, 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 up. Exactly. Actually, I'm in, I'm in Terra Luna. I just looked it up since July 2020. I bought wow. Terra Luna for 29 cents. Wow. Per wow. coin. And it's today it is $93. That is 30,000% increase. It's, it's insane. It's phenomenal. And and you know, and I, I know the, the value. You also get a lot of airdrops because of just holding your Terra Luna. And you know, um, maybe it, it's nice for people to, to have a look at, at the page terradrops.io. Mm. And it, it gives you all the airdropping coins because some coins are dropping every minute or every hour or every day or every week. And then you can connect your wallet to teradrops.io and you can see all your airdrops pending. And then you can say, you claim all because all the claiming is also a lot of work. If you have to do that wallet by wallet by wallet by wallet and by, by address by address. And so it, it's convenient to, to, to do that in, in one, one go. Yeah, you know, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I love how you said you bought this in 2020 at 29 cents because I highlighted that sentence here as well. It says Luna was among the best performing cryptocurrencies over the past two years with a nearly 76,000% rise since its lows of 12 cents on March 18th, 2020. So it sounds like Mr. Cashflow himself perfectly executed this trade and held on. And now he's been able to grow his funds both yeah. organically and through airdrops and passive income. And now you must think I only spent $200. Oh, wow. Because I, I buy a lot of coins. I have really, I have a lot of coins. The only thing I do, I either spend $200 or if I have a lot of trust, I spend $500. In Luna, I only spend $200. Wow. Because, yeah, I don't know. And I have also a lot of coins that really went to, to nothing or minus 90%. Right. But it doesn't matter anymore. So that's why you see. To my opinion, you better diversify with small amounts in small coins than to say, okay, I bought I buy Shiba, Shiba Inu and Dogecoin and I, I put everywhere <laughs> to the moon $10,000. You know, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, the fun is I can say I was early. However, yes. if you buy now in three years, you can say I was early. Yeah, that's what you should keep in mind. Don't think it will you you will be a millionaire overnight. It's impossible. Just keep on buying, keep on researching, keep on searching, keep your eyes open and 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 keep on doing. And and you know then then you will you will you will get there. And Andrew, I have a question. You you were able to get in early and so um you were well what we consider early because a lot of people might think that this is a late to get into it, but would, what would you say to somebody that's just getting in right now? Would you still recommend them to get in? Um, no. What kind of strategy would you, would you no. take if you were getting in now? No. Let, let me look um, what I normally do. Luna. Uh, Luna uh, USD. USDT. Now. Luna USDT. The Luna is currently almost at its all-time high again. So for me, it's a very uh, um, bad moment to buy Luna. Actually, I bought Luna additionally uh, three weeks ago. I bought some additional Luna. So yeah. what I normally do, I wait till I see the top, and then I wait till the uh, a, a currency or a, a coin drops 20 percent then i buy a little bit for example for 50 dollar or 100 dollars then i wait for from the top a drop of 30 percent then i buy 
the same amount and then uh, 20% more. And that's what I keep doing. And on the way up, you can do exactly the opposite. Then you have an, an average purchasing price. And if you have an average purchasing price and your coin went up 50%, you sell 20%. Mm. When it goes up from your average purchasing price again with 50%, you sell 20%. In this way, you are always uh, too early with selling and you are always uh, um, yeah, you, too, too late with, uh, with buying. But or they're also too too early with buying but that doesn't matter at least you have a system in place and you should take out the emotions by the way this is trading this is or or investing yeah. long term this, yep. this is has nothing to do with staking but don't <laughs> buy the tops and as a human being so many people think if it goes up i must go in the fear of missing yeah. out and it's exactly wrong when should you have bought luna somewhere yeah early early february the whole month the whole month of february was was good for for, for luna yeah actually yeah. the first three weeks was excellent buying point and i've said it also in the academy yeah. so many times buy luna buy luna buy atom buy cosmos buy by osmo buy juno put it on staking prepare yourself for airdrops and yep. at this moment, almost every day, I write an article about airdrops. Sometimes I say to myself, the day is too short to manage everything. Yeah, I just wanted to give our listeners a, a little bit of an insight to how you approach, um, you know, buying in. Because I know there's a lot of people that, that are going to say, well, I didn't have the opportunity to invest in 2020 like you did. So... I'm looking to invest now, and I just wanted to give that perspective. But that's a great way to put it. So basically, dollar cost average in the same way that you would dollar cost average out. Perfect. And Andrew, from a um, safety perspective, now you've been you've been doing passive income and staking for a while now. How, how safe is it? Have you have any of your staking platforms ever been hacked? No issues. And how long no have you been issues. staking? How long ago? How many I'm years? staking since uh, more than two years. Okay. Yeah, because I know there's you know, some concerns about... You should, always should understand your coins are not in your wallet. Your coins are on the blockchain. So yes. actually, I also don't... Yeah, I, I, have, I have a ledger here, but I don't use it. <laughs> Why yeah. not? Because I am disciplined enough to understand when I want to switch on my online wallet and to switch it off. Yeah, I'm disciplined enough to keep my keys in a secret place. I actually have it on, I have it separated, half of the words on address A, physical address, and half of the words on another address. Yeah. So if you find my keys, forget it. You can't do it because you only have half. Yeah. So and and these these are ways that I say I don't I don't need a, a hardware wallet. But if you say yeah I'm a little bit lousy and I always uh, lose stuff and I don't know anymore and then it is wise to 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 use a uh, a hardware wallet. So yeah. I think a lot of people when they first get into the staking they're not sure where they should be headed, right? There's so many currencies out there and there's so many different platforms can you recommend, and of course, we're not financial advisors, this is not financial advice, but Andrew's just sharing exactly what he's doing to navigate this market. What are some of the projects that you think would be best to enter if I'm looking, if I have $100 and I want to make some money staking? Would you recommend maybe um, Terra Luna, first, Ethereum? First, first of all, I would say, how many effort and how many learning effort do you want to spend? If you want to just to do it simple, go, go, to, uh, go to Nexo, BlockFi or Celsius. Got it. Easy, easy, simple. And then buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or XRP and uh, just just throw it there. If you say, no, I want to do somewhat more energy, then I would say uh, set up a Kepler wallet and buy some Atom and stake it in the Kepler wallet for about 10%. If you want, if you want to go one step further, also buy some Osmosis. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you can't buy it anywhere. Only you can buy it on the the Osmosis Dex Dex decentralized exchange. Yeah. So you have to put you have to take a little bit from your atom and then change your atom in Osmosis. Then you have Osmosis and then you can stake your Osmosis. Now you have two coins in the coin sphere. The third one is Juno. Do the same. By the way, there are videos exactly explaining how to do it, but you know, it takes some time. So now and then I get questions from people. They say, yeah, well, do, how do I have to do this or that? And then I say, okay, watch the video. And then I get a response. Yeah, I watched a good part of the video. <laughs> yeah. That's you laughable. Know, you <laughs> either want to do it or not. And you know, best friends, I, I don't I don't care what you do. But if you say, I'm working on this series, I want to understand it. Yeah, then it takes time to study and to understand. And just to add one thing about that. So when you stake or earn, there's differences there. There are different types. So you can stake and you lock or, or earn and you lock your money up for a certain fixed period of time. And then there's also unfixed periods of time where you earn slightly lower interest, but you can pull them out instantly. So that's just something, another thing for people to think about, you know, especially in times like this where we think, you know, we may have a little bit of an, a leg up coming in March and April. I don't want to be fixed in anything. I'm happy to stake or earn interest. Um, and you know, pay and get slightly lower interest. But the nice thing is, you can literally, you know, flip it and sell it instantly, so you're not Julie, locked in or you don't lose your interest. Julie, are you a holder or a trader? And it all depends exactly when. And here at the academy, what we teach you is to have an exit plan. And having that exit plan, I'm kind of a combination of both because I'm holding so much percentage, but there is a part of it that as we move up into that euphoric state that I want to sell, right? So the parts that I know I want to sell, I kind of keep those in the unlimited so I can unstake them and instantly without a penalty. And the part I know I'm holding forever, Andrew, that's a great point. I keep that in the state, you know, fixed area because you get a slightly higher interest and there's no penalty and I know I'm not selling that portion. So again, this is why planning is so important here at the Academy. We've got exit strategy tools in place to help you Coach actually shows you his portfolio. He shows you his actually exit targets as well, so you can build that in there. And then there's a community to discuss ideas. That's really the, the, the true power of the, the academy is not only Coach and his portfolio and everything he brings, but you get access to the whole entire community, all the people here to throw ideas out. We're always answering questions, helping folks out to kind of help guide them and direct them because it is a – there's a lot going on. Crypto's so new and there's staking, there's earning, there's yield farming. There's so many things going on there. And, and if you feel like you're alone and don't know where to start, we've got a bunch of courses here where you can come in and check that out and kind of start to get an understanding of you know, how to get started from beginner courses all the way up to expert courses, as Andrew talks about with staking. Uh, and let, let me add something to it. On, the, on every Tuesday, we have an Ask Me Anything call. Yeah, the people who are sitting here are in that call. There are no stupid questions. Yep. So come to this call, ask your questions. You can also ask your questions in the in the chat in the Discord. We have a whole army of people. Of by the way, volunteers. They are all motivated to help you receive your financial wealth and your financial freedom. We are all driven by this motivation to help others. Yes. And Andrew, I know so many people are probably loving your content right now. I'm not sure if you have any other social media platforms, but if you don't, that's totally okay. But I'd love to give you the chance to tell people where they can find you, maybe outside of the academy. I'm not sure. My, my, I'm Actually, I'm only in the academy. And I, I have ideas to, to, to create my own uh, social uh, yeah, uh, media uh, presence. So I'm thinking about an own YouTube channel and uh, something on uh, on Tumblr or on, uh, on Twitter or so maybe maybe in future. You know the, the thing is also I'm also learning every day, and there is so much to learn that I have almost no time to develop yep. something else in parallel. Yep. And I also have a, yeah maybe you don't believe it but I also have a private life. So now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that. that. Yeah. Yeah, private life. Yeah, and I'm also in in this. In, maybe when you follow my work, I'm also in the trading course. That is a course 
for one year and I'm learning there contrary momentum trading, slingshot trading, value cost averaging trading. And I mean, that's also new for me. So I also have need time to study that and then to follow all the all the airdrops and, and the, you know, and yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And so you heard it here first. If you want more of Andrew Cashflow, the only place you can find him is the 3T Warrior Academy, where you get access to all of us, including Coach JV, his private portfolio, and how he's navigating this market, the mindset that it takes to not be swayed in one direction or the other. When they're telling you go left, we go right. We're focused on the correct things. We're studying the fundamentals. And I'd love to close it out here with a fun XRP conversation, because I know we have a ton of XRP holders in our community. I'm one of them, and I like to call us the group leader. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but our first article, our first article that we're going to get into is Ripple could expect a settlement on XRP lawsuit in April. The SEC wants to make an example out of Ripple, while Ripple wants to wants to only defend its interests, but also fight for the crypto ecosystem. Settlement is the fastest way to see an end to the case that is dragging on since December 22nd of 2020. The court's biggest decision in the lawsuit, according to XRP attorney John Deaton, is around the corner. And so settlement talks happen 14 days after fact discovery. We've already passed that point. So we're about 13 days away from when the fun really, really begins. I know Johnny Crypto and me had a private conversation about this last night. Johnny, what are some of your comments on this topic? Yeah, so this is where it gets exciting, right? So we've been waiting forever to get to this point. And the reality is cases don't even take this damn long. Yep. <clears throat> so again, as we've been saying all along, the, the Ripple folks and the SEC have been in bed together for years. Don't be surprised if, you know, this whole thing is gamed and rigged to kind of draw it out to this point for whatever reason they had. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But what we do know is from a court perspective now, we're at the point where now this we're in this um, this period now where where the, the settlement talks will begin, right, in 14 days. So that's where everybody should get excited now that both sides have had a chance to see what, what each side has. And the play, not, there's nothing else left, right? All the all the cards are on the table. Now they're going to figure out where we going with this thing. And I, to me, my personal opinion, especially seeing how bad the SEC has been getting beat up this whole time, uh, I would imagine that in all cases, if you go back and look historically what the SEC tends to do in these type of cases, they settle. Settlement. Every time. Almost every, I think it's every single time they settle. So most likely that's exactly where we're heading. Now that they got to drag this, I mean, I think in the article we saw somewhere four times this freaking thing got delayed four times. That hasn't happened in any other case. So you've got to ask yourself, why does that happen? But now at this point, it doesn't matter. Now it's a matter of where we headed. And it sounds like they're finally going to bring this thing hopefully to an end. I know I've heard Jeremy Hogan and other people say, you know, sometime between, you know, maybe we'll see some settlements in March. Some people said September. I think sometime between March and September, this September, this thing comes to an end. And I'm really hoping it's more like March and April. I'm sure all XRP holders are hoping it's going to be there. And here's how you're going to know, folks. You heard it here first. Here's how you're going to know. You aren't going to see the news. You're just going to start to see XRP price go like this and go way up. And you're like, what the hell's going on? Because what's going to happen is the insiders, right, all the folks behind the scenes, they know, they start telling their friends, and they start spilling the beans behind the scenes, and you're just going to, the whales and all the people who, who have that insider information, they're going to start buying this thing up. And you're going to know that's going to be your indicator. Don't wait for that moment. If you're going to get an XRP, and if you haven't already, you're better doing it right now. Yeah. Now's the time. And I'd love to show people this chart really quick before we get comments from Andrew and Mario. This is more of a fun topic. I, I love to talk XRP. It's honestly what I'm most passionate about because it's how I got into crypto in the first place. And we're due for a breakout. We're in this condensed zone. Everyone, whether it's blockchain backer or other technical analysis influencers are saying we're long overdue and we're hyper suppressed due to the lawsuit and the lack of adoption because it's not listed on exchanges. I know that we only have about a minute here left, but I'd love some comments from either Andrew or Mario. We'll kick it to Mario and then we'll finish with Andrew. Yeah, I just want to say that as XRP investors, we definitely deserve a whole week at the spa because <laughs> we've we've endured nothing but the worst and the people that are still holding i mean it's 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 insane but yeah i i really believe that we're gonna we're gonna see some kind of settlement too because um one the sec is not gonna want to lose that's gonna look really bad for the sec it's gonna look bad for for, for the government and I, at this point i think ripple is too big to to cease to exist so I don't see any other option in my head. But again, I'm not legally inclined. I don't have any uh, 
legal background, but in my head, all I'm seeing is for the future of, of that case is just some kind of settlement. And then it's going to be inevitable, inevitable. Like, like Johnny just said, we're going to see this huge price and we're going to wonder what's going on. And then the next day or a few hours later, we hear the news of a settlement. That's how usually things play out. Yeah. So we'll be watching for that price appreciation. And then when we see that happening, we'll know what's around the corner. Mr. Cashflow, do you have any comments? Yeah. What I see here in the, in the charts is that on the 15th of April last year, Mm -hmm. It's almost a year ago. The XRP was almost two dollars. Yes. If I see it now, it is six seventy-six cents. That is a a bargain or a a, a, a discount of sixty percent. Wow. Now that's what I want to say. Yeah, that's perfect. And I, I can remember because I was so excited when I saw my portfolio. When, when XRP is $2, that's when my portfolio peaked out. So I've learned my lesson. I'm going to be following my exit strategy. We have a strict exit strategy in our academy. And I'm so thankful for all these like-minded individuals. I want to say thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Andrew. And thank you to Mario. I know a ton of people find this information useful. And that includes me. And I actually saw we had a comment here. I'd love to share this while we're still here. It says, I like Cashflow's ideas. I'm going to have to find the academy. And that's why we're here, guys. We want to share this knowledge, spread this information. And I'd like to say thank you to everyone listening. We really appreciate you. But we'll close this out now the same way that we always do with our one saying, Warriors, rise. Rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us today. And thank yes. you for commenting.